How much is a beach umbrella? I feel like they're probably You can expensive. probably get them at the dollar store, honestly. I feel like I've seen them at the dollar store. A beach umbrella? I feel like the sun would melt it. Maybe not anymore, (laughs) but I used to find beach umbrellas. Canadian Tire, $22. Canadian Tire Tire would have beach umbrellas. Yeah. Yeah. Canadian Tire has everything. Yeah. I kind of like that's true, but they have a lot. I know they do. Yeah. Like yeah. Canadian Tire is weird. I like. I kind of like Canadian Tire. You go through and I'm like, what is this aisle? I know they had like an aisle last time I was there. Well, not last time, but a while ago, that was like all the as seen on TikTok toys. And I'm no, like, yeah, they have that. Yeah. Why? What, why is this here? What's they the have the American like, version of Canadian Tire. American uh, Wheel. I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No. <laughs> like, what's their What's their store that has this stuff? That we don't have? I don't know. Like, that's this is the outdoor store, and it smells like Dick's sporting goods? I don't know. Don't okay. we have that here, though? Well, isn't that we more, have... isn't that more like a, so. like a Cabela's? But we America's. also have Cabela's. No, I know. Yeah. But I'm saying that they don't have Canadian Tire in America. Yeah. Yeah. So what do they have? Well, they have Home Depot and Lowe's, which are similar. Yeah, but no, they don't have, the like... But maybe they have a different variety of stuff in the States. Maybe. They've got Target. We don't have Target. I know. Uh, Every time I go to the States, I'm like, Target. But Target's like a Walmart. No, yeah. I think Canadian Tire is its own thing. I think Canadian no, yeah. Tiger... Canadian Tiger? <laughs> I think it is its own, own yeah. kind of thing. Because they know. have, like, you need something for your, for your co- Food. They have like some. They have yeah. some of them are like food. Sa- like not like snacks. Not they've like, got those uh, like Franks. Is that the brand? Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And they also have like, uh, they have like cleaning products. They have home goods. Yeah. You can and, get like, like a KitchenAid there. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Pet food. And then you yeah. can. They have mechanics. Like you could go take your car in for a service. I've done that. And then like got my yeah. headlight changed to Canadian. Yeah. Tire. But then go buy like. Baking goods. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Canadian Tire. What a great place. Are you ready, I guess? Yeah. Okay. Hello and welcome to Cinegrade, the podcast where we take a movie, break it down, and give it a score in five different categories of filmmaking, after which we give it a final grade. My name is Chelsea. My name is Elsha. And welcome to season four. Well. We did, when you look back, however many years ago, two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever think we'd be here? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> on our um i don't know how many episodes we've done we should really keep a lookout so we can like have we done 50 yet probably oh to do like a probably congratulations we did this many episodes thing yeah when's our anniversary when do we release the first episode mm, we also don't know that we're terrible podcasters. September. <laughs> i feel like it's probably my job to know that i think it's september something that yeah. sounds about right. But yeah, it's this this is a, a new season, which means what are your hopes for this season? I mean, I enjoy a lot of the mini sods a lot. I feel oh. like we get some deep conversations in the mini sods yeah. of stuff that we like want to talk about in main podcasts, and then we go, "This is gonna take too long." I have some plans for mini sods. I liked your plans. Yeah, and yeah. then um, I don't know more female directors. Let's talk. We were talking about this the other day because I had a couple episodes planned for that. We said that last last uh, season too, though it never happened. Yeah, well, it's well, just some. the ratio of that's true movies. It's it's difficult unless you actively only pick female directors, which maybe we could do. But yeah, guess what we're doing today? A movie with a female director. Yeah. Do you remember first seeing this movie? You know, I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like this is a movie that I had watched, like, like I, I don't really have a memory of first watching it, like, all the way through mm-hmm. once. I feel like I, I had seen it, like, in chunks a lot, 
randomly it's on like watch it a little bit you know mm-hmm. and then but like i don't really know yeah this is what we had this on dvd so it's just one of those things that i always remember being a thing mm-hmm. i don't i honestly i don't have a lot of research for this one <laughs> because I, there's not a lot people don't really seem to care a lot about how this movie was made yeah um all i know is that it's iconic mm-hmm. um but it is a jukebox musical yeah. which we've never done before i think no there's not that there's not that many of them uh well there's i mean it depends on what you mean because there's like jukebox musicals like this where it takes like a band yeah and does all their music the only ones i can think of are this and then across the universe which does the beatles music mm. and then you can have something like singing in the rain which is a jukebox musical because it takes a lot of pre-existing music, but it's old, so you mm-hmm. wouldn't really know that unless you were there at the time. Or you could like maybe like Rock of Ages, right? That's all like just rock music. Isn't I might be is Moulin Rouge a yes. jukebox? Yeah, I think there's also a new one. A new what? <laughs> a new jukebox musical. I think it's Anne Juliet. I think it's a jukebox a jukebox musical oh. as well. What about like that's a, that's a that's that's yeah. Oh yeah, I that's a, also like a, I saw that on, I didn't see it, but I walked past it when I was yeah. in London. Yeah, that um, one also is. But this is yeah, this is like just ABBA, mm-hmm. which is kind of strange. It's strange that like it works I... with just one artist, like you know. <laughs> I have a question for Chelsea. Oh. Would you consider Yesterday a jukebox musical? Um, I mean. <laughs> I guess so. The pain. <laughs> it came up in this list. Well, it's not saying that they're all great movies. Yeah. Uh, I think, but is in Yesterday, doesn't he play the songs as like a musician? Like the, yeah. he's performing yeah, as a, a musician of, the is whole it a musical? time. Yeah, that goes back to our musical Whereas question. In Mama Mia, they're singing the songs yeah. as a narrative tool. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of a performance yeah. for the most part. Sometimes it's a performance, but. Yeah. I mean, the uh, the equivalent to that would be Across the Universe, which is definitely a jukebox musical, yeah. but with also Beatles songs. I feel like Yesterday probably is, like, on the line. Yeah, I honestly wouldn't consider it a musical. Yeah, because no. like, it's, it's just them time. singing songs. I barely even want to consider it a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that film. Back to jukebox musicals. I feel like they don't really get a lot of critical acclaim. I think Moulin Rouge is pretty critically acclaimed. I, we tried to watch the movie. I don't like it, but I also don't like Baz Luhrmann. Okay, sure. Uh, we tried to watch the movie, though. We didn't get, like, ten minutes into it. Cinderella almost it. won an Oscar. Oh, my God. What? Cinderella, oh. the Amazon one? Yeah. A jukebox, mu- jukebox musical. Oh, that's true. Right? And yeah. it almost got nominated for fan favorite. I don't think that's an Oscar. <laughs> no. I don't, I don't think, think that's that winning an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, let's try to be relevant yeah. in the culture yeah. and not as, do this dumb thing that nobody cares as about memed as possible yeah but like um even like across the universe doesn't have a great uh, uh imdb rating this one has a worst mm-hmm. or not imdb uh rotten tomatoes this movie has like 55 percent. still better than eternals <laughs> that's true <laughs> what is the common theme between these two movies women directors <laughs> and you know what for women across yeah. the universe is also directed by a woman I like that movie, though. Sensible Doubt. I genuinely think that if you, like, looked at, like, critic reviews, I bet you they're harsher when a woman is directing a film than a man. Yeah. Like, inherent bias. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this also, uh, uh, this also came out uh, the same week as Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the question people had, because this was, like, recent, and they were like, uh, 
like what what would you have gone to see that week mm-hmm. and i'm like that would just be so funny to go to the theater yeah and just see the two drastically different types of people yep I guess we were talking about the same thing will happen when Barbie comes out. Because mm-hmm. it'll come out when Oppenheimer comes out. I really think Barbie will be a good movie. I think so, too. Did you I, he, did you see what Ryan Gosling said about, like, Ken? Was it, like, nobody cares about Ken? No, he's <laughs> like, this is Ken at the lowest point of his life. He has no job, no home. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to see depressed Ken. <laughs> I, like, really think it's going to be... I, first of all, I love Greta Gerwig. Yeah. And I feel like she makes, like, actually, like, really well-made movies like mm-hmm. all of her movies always get nominated at least the two that she's done imagine and if barbie gets nominated it might it probably will at uh, least for costuming that's like, true minimum costuming, and I mean, yeah it could get an acting nom maybe yeah what if it's like really good we don't yeah. know what kind of movie this is gonna be that's true yeah. i literally have no idea what it's gonna be <laughs> like i think it's gonna be a little satirical so i can yeah. see it doing well critically yeah but, but anyways uh this brings us back because of the 55%. What do you think it is about that? Do you think it's people's aversion to musicals? Or do you think it's really just the movie? I think it's probably both. Because we talked a little bit yeah. before. Why do people hate musicals? I don't know. I'm the wrong person to ask for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I I can't. I would almost think that a jukebox... Ju- I can't say jukebox. jukebox. I don't know why. I would almost think that that would be easier for people to like because it's music that they're already familiar with, rather yeah. than like a, like just a normal musical. If you're go if you go into it and you don't like the songs, then like that's it, you know. But if you go, oh, this is a musical with ABBA music, and if you know you like ABBA music, you'd think that'd be easier for you to get on board with, you know. I think the problem with a jukebox musical is that all of the story has to be written around the music. Yeah, because the music doesn't really yeah, like, forward it either. Yeah, either well. that or, like, the songs won't be something to, to push the narrative forward because yeah. they're just going to be random. Yeah. Which is maybe something that happens in this movie. Some of them, I think, are pretty... Some of them work pretty well. Some of them, I'm like, this is random, but yeah. it's fine. But I mean, most of them are pretty... Yeah. I'm trying to think what the most random song in this movie is. Maybe, even like, Dancing Queen. Like, what's what are they singing about? I think whenever, like, the yeah. Dynamos perform, you're like, because they just gave them oh, a song. I guess so. They're like, yeah. these are just our songs, which yeah. is a pretty good way to go about it. You know, the thing is, though, this movie had a pretty stacked cast. Yeah. It's kind of amazing when you look at it. Yeah, it's true. Um, you know, some people just don't like to have fun watching movies. I think that that's true. <laughs> or they like to be really, really bored, which is the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I think that's the problem. People just don't want to have fun. Yeah. Unless think, you do, and then you love it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like you could really go deep into this question if you had any knowledge of why. You yeah. Know? Like, it's it's hard to guess. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe for another day. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll think about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll go into pre-production then. Uh, it's based on a 1999 stage musical written by Katherine Johnson. Uh, we talked about this in... Uh, uh, West Side Story. Because yeah. I found out that this was like, a stage version first. Did you know Mama Mia was a stage musical <laughs> first? And then Rebecca was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah, it is. She couldn't believe it. I know. Um, I couldn't believe it either. <laughs> and so what happened was Judy Kramer, who was a producer, uh, she's 25 years old, and she got told to pick up ABBA, those pop stars, the, I think it was, I don't know if it was all of them or if it was just Bjorn. I don't know his last name. I can't say it. Ulves. It's Swedish. Mm -hmm. From the airport. And 
on the drive, she pitched an idea for a musical, mm. which is pretty wild. Cornered him in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess you have to get the rights. Yeah. Yeah, it's not an elevator pitch. It's a, it's a ride back from the airport pitch. You've got 45 minutes. You've yeah. got time. Yeah. <laughs> That's the plan. Yeah. Uh, who would, if you could, get in this a is car. a question, what's the next Jukebox musical? You get to pick a band. Ooh. Well, I want to do One Direction. Oh, yeah, I was literally just going to say One Direction. I think a One Direction funny. Jukebox That actually musical. would be really fun. Really that fun, would be really right? Fun. <laughs> would it be as a, I'm going to I don't know. We write it. Yeah. Here we go. This is the start of our next project. <laughs> it's, it's interesting, like, this movie has kind of, like, nothing to do with ABBA. Though, no. like at all not even anything swedish mentioned really except it's, for bill yeah we were watching it and his like the boat i was like why is there a swedish flag apparently it's just because he's swedish and they were like we'll put a swedish flag on his boat then yeah but then like something like cross the universe which is the only other movie that i can really compare to this is like Here's a guy from Liverpool, and he's going it's in the 60s during the Vietnam War, which is really centered around what they their music was at that time. Mm-hmm. So do you think a One Direction one would be, like, about the 2010s British? Are they going to be British, or should it just be completely No, random? I think it should be like Mamma Mia. I think it should yeah, just be like, random. here's a story, and then here are some fun songs. And yeah. they have nothing to do with each other, but yeah. it's going to be an amazing time. Yeah. Boys? A bunch of boys? Or should they be, like... Would a, would a bunch of girls make more sense? A bunch of girls. <laughs> we don't want to employ men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're I making just... this for the girls. Like, yeah. there's going to be boys, obviously. You know, so, like, <laughs> all I... girl movie. I'm just here you trying know. to write this movie, you guys. It's good. Um, so, yeah. I think... That could work, though. I think I, think I feel like they would time. mess it up though, and they'd be like, "Welcome, we're doing a jukebox musical starring like the music of Maroon 5. Yeah, I'm and then we'd be Maroon like, Five kind of has some bops. No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's like absolutely yeah. not. What could be the worst band for this? Like Imagine Dragons? No, Twenty One Pilots. I like Twenty One. I don't like Twenty One Pilots. I don't think they would make a good jukebox no, musical me either. I think they need to have, like, a significant discography, too. Like, you need That's a true. few albums. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Olivia Rodrigo. She's got one album, and it's all breakup songs. <laughs> That's yeah. the whole movie. <laughs> um, I guess also, yeah, it probably works if they have more fun songs, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it needs to be a pop artist, almost. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of any other artist I've ever listened to, and I'm, like, coming up short. Me all the time. I'm like Ed Sheeran, but I don't think that would be fun. <laughs> no, it'd be really boring. <laughs> so acoustic. Yeah, well, no. One Direction's the best answer we've got. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that would probably be really fun. Though. Yeah, yeah. Then then the composers Benny and Bjorn, they were like, sure, and they they got onto that because they kind of write all their music. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Felida, I don't know if that's how you pronounce her name. Felida, how would you? Uh, I don't know. It's it's Felida. Felida Lloyd directed the stage musical and the movie so i feel like that might might we were kind of watching it and i was like this is kind of weird <laughs> like parts of it are kind of weird yeah. i don't know if that might just be because you know if you're used to directing stage stuff moving on to movies is a little bit different mm-hmm. she's also like not directed almost anything else like she yeah. did a tv movie before this and then since then she did one other movie yeah mm-hmm. so uh you know, maybe this is more akin to, like, a stage musical. I don't know. Yeah. Not much. They were like, we're going to make this a musical for stage, and then it got pretty popular, and then they said, we're going to make it a movie. Mm-hmm. 
And then they got a stacked cast. I was going to say, how do you think they pitched it to the cast? I, I probably because, wouldn't. I guess because it was already an established musical. They yeah. could be like, look, here, this is what we're doing. They're like, look, you're going to have a great time. It's just they do have such a cast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Meryl Streep, who's pretty famous and like a like a How many of them actor. had like, had any of them been in musicals before this? Either in on, on stage really or on screen? I really doubt it. Um. <laughs> Like, or at least I, sung in some I capacity. Think Meryl Streep had done a little bit. Yeah, and I think Christine Baronsky was a singer more mm. than... Right? Am I crazy? Pierce Brosnan, no. I have some stuff on Pierce Brosnan singing in this movie. So it's a no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he's bad. Yeah. Um, Amanda Seyfried did really Miz, but that was after, that was after, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, her big thing was, like, Mean Girls and then this. Mm-hmm. She'd been in other things. She but... did TV before this. So no, they were yeah. just like, we just need names. Yeah. Which I feel like the thing is, like, I think the cast works really well. I think that they're all pretty iconic. Mm. Um, But then we've always talked about how we think that it would be better if you're doing a musical to have, like, trained musicians, Broadway people, people who know how to dance, sing. Yeah. But why is that? Is it just because this is a lot more campy? So it works? I mean, it might be a combination of that... Yeah, it, it's not like it's not like that. The songs aren't that difficult, <laughs> and like so. the dancing's not really that difficult. Yeah, and also they probably just got lucky <laughs> for the most part. Well, the thing is, though, a lot of them aren't great singers. No, but I mean, I feel like if they if if they're not that great though, I feel like singing wise, I feel like they make up for it in other ways for the most part. Yeah, like acting. Yeah, or just like <laughs> character wise. Like, yeah. their characterizations, I don't know. Well, two people in this movie have won Oscars. Yeah. I also think maybe it works because it, like, lends to the idea that these normal average people are just breaking out in song because they're just so joyful. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not like, oh my god, suddenly everyone is singing with the voice of an angel. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a, I mean, it's not grounded in realism at all. <laughs> no. but, but there's something about it where you're like, okay. Yeah. I'm, this is I'm on board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, well. I guess we'll go into the categories then. Okay. Okay, so we'll go through each category in regards to stories, characters, visuals, editing, slash music, and societal impact, each giving it a score out of 10, and then we will then combine those scores to give us a score out of 20 for each round, giving us an even grade out of 100. Afterwards, the film will have a chance to win up to three bonus points in the bonus best round. So we'll start with round one story score, scoring based on writing and plot. You know, it's, it's, it's an interesting concept, you know? She wants to find her dad. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I guess so. I wonder if this has been done before. Wait, I, I think know. I have something about that. <laughs> I do. I'll just go on. I'll okay. talk about it later. Um, I, I don't know. Would would this category be one where we talk about like how much the music influences? Sure. Like I think it helps. Yeah. We can talk about it in both categories. Yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, for the, like, some of the songs make sense and a lot of them are kind of just random. But, I mean... I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'll start like a seven and a half. I also said seven and a half. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about this movie because like, I like this movie a lot. It's fun. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't think that there's anything super deep about this movie. No. Which is fine. Um, but there is something quite iconic about this movie, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, to talk about that thing about, is it original? Uh, people noted a similarity in plot between Mamma Mia and the 1968 film uh, Buona, 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 
Bewona? Bewona? Sarah. I don't know how to say it. Mrs. Campbell. <laughs> what are you trying to read? I don't know. Bewona. <laughs> How would you say that word? I, I can't even. How do you spell B-U-O-N-A. it? B U O N A. B sorry. B U O N A. Yeah, uh, it's a restaurant company. I would say Buono, Bono, Bono, Buona. <laughs> it's. I think it's Italian. Sure. <laughs> Buona, Sarah, Mrs. Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> what and, and what, what's that about? Someone previously trying to find ad- <laughs> I'm not done yet. Previously okay. adapted as a 1979 musical, Carmelina, which oh. is also about a woman who does not know which of the three men is the father of her daughter, now a young woman. Oh, so it's like <laughs> it's like the same <laughs> it's thing. Exactly. The same. <laughs> Some have even claimed that Mamma Mia is officially based in the 1968 film, but I think they deny it. The writers are like, no. They're like, we don't even know how to say that. How would we base it on that? <laughs> if I don't know how to say it, I well, haven't based it on anything. Buona, I'm guessing, means good. Sarah is like Kesara, right? Maybe it's Sarah. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. You don't know? You know Kesara? Kesara, Sarah, that's a. Yeah, it, whatever will be, will be, right? Yeah. So good it's chaos will be good Mrs. Campbell did you see the C also on Wikipedia about lace a miniseries where a woman tries to figure out which of the three women are her mother I don't know if that works feel like one of them would be like yeah it's me (laughs) I remember unless they all got amnesia right after that maybe maybe they do Maybe that's maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's a movie idea. It's already a TV show. Okay. <laughs> Do they have amnesia? Oh, rats. No, I don't know. Have to stick to my One Direction jukebox musical. Yeah, we'll we'll stick to that. My if One guys... Direction jukebox musical. What are you talking Our about? Our One Direction. <laughs> we've had this conversation. We've, here's the thing. This isn't the first time we've brought up this idea. No. <laughs> Uh, if you're ever, like, producing something and you're in a car for some reason driving, like, Harry Styles, Styles to the mm. airport, Nile Horn, whatever. I feel yeah. like Nile's the one. We got it. We get Nile on board, and I feel like he'd be the easiest to get on board. Yeah. Harry yeah. Styles probably thinks he's a serious actor now or some shit. It's yeah. like, no, you're a boy band. You can have a cameo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's... I guess inspiration, but not really because yeah. they say no. They this say, "What are you talking about?" Reminiscent of uh, Paranoel, which they say Home Alone is based off of, mm. um, but they deny that that's true. Yep. So, uh, not the first time this has happened. Mm. But you know, at its core, it's a story about family finding mm-hmm. where you come from. Does who you're related to? really matter to who you are Mm -hmm. i guess you can go through themes yeah i mean family (laughs) it's like fast and furious (laughs) what's going on what What? family isn't that the meme yeah it's the meme (laughs) this ties (laughs) making connections (laughs) 
<laughs> Mamma Mia, Fast, Fast and, and Furious, Furious Family. <laughs> That's actually the third Mamma Mia. It's a it's a collabora. Oh. Whatever. What do they call it when crossover. they cross over with the Fast and Furious? Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's the next thing. I'd be on board with yeah, that. I'd watch it. I'd watch it. I've never seen a Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> but I'd be on board with it. This is like the, the joining of like, they should, yeah, like, you know, the here's, I mean, I don't think Dark Knight fans are the same as Fast and Furious, but let's say like that fan and <laughs> we blend crossover. them together. And then when you go in the theater, you're like, I can't tell who's here for what, because we yeah. all just were there for the same thing. This is how you unite people. Yeah. I don't know. You could talk about the music and how that works in the storytelling. What are the, what's, what's the song that connects to the story the best, like makes the most sense to be there? I was thinking about the song Mamma Mia because it's like, well, Mamma Mia, it's the title. And I went, no, that's weird. That's a random <laughs> song. I think that like uh, like something like Slipping Through My Fingers, which is a really nice moment, mm-hmm. which is about someone growing up and feeling like you're disconnecting from your daughter. I feel like mm-hmm. that was a, a really, like a well-utilized song for that. Yeah. I actually think I have something about that, too. <laughs> you can tell you did the research a while ago. <laughs> like two days ago. Um... Or I feel like all the ones I can think about, I'm like, like, does your mother know? I feel like really works for the scene they put it in, but it doesn't really matter to the rest of the story. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like our last summer, I guess it's pretty good because it's like reminiscent about when they used to be together. Mm -hmm. So that one makes sense. Then, I should look at a song list. (laughs) Okay. Do you want me to, do you want me to, how about I, how about we go through the song? Sure. And then we'll say useful or useless. Honey, honey. I mean, it kind of works. I don't know if it's like, like forwarding anything, but like it kind of works with what they're talking about. Yeah, I mean, it's all just about like her. It's like her diary, basically. You know, but then she's singing it. I mean, it's like it's like she's reading the diary, so it's her from her point of view, like reading the diary, but she's singing it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I guess that's fine. Yeah, money, money, money. That one probably makes less sense. Well, that's just about I'm broke. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> then there's Mamma Mia, which I guess is fine. Yeah. Dancing Queen, which I feel like is random. Yeah, that but, one's probably but pretty fun. random. Yeah. Our Last Summer's good. Lay all your love on me. I mean, I guess they needed a a, a, a something to show that they actually are in love. Yeah. There's your song. <laughs> um, there's Super Trooper and Gimme, 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 but those are just songs played at the thing. Mm-hmm. And then there's The Name of the Game, which I don't remember them singing. What is that song? <laughs> well, they sing it in the second movie. What's I've only the seen the, the second game? movie once. Does it mean anything? Oh. Does she sing it in this movie? I don't think she does. I don't, I don't know. But it's, it's on the... Strange. Uh, voulez-vous, which is also just, but, like, just random. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know. Maybe this movie isn't, like, great. <laughs> I was thinking about it when I was doing the research. I was like, I can't really tell you why I like this movie that much. Yeah. You know? I think we need to add a vibes category. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> As, yeah. like, a bonus? Or do you mean, like, bonus a full category? Vibes. But then we have, to, like, I don't like some vibes. <laughs> yeah, and then we're, like, negative four. Well, or if, or if we have to agree, though. Yeah. I don't know. Because some vibes, 
yeah, I really like and she really hates or vice sure. versa. So then we'd have to have like a, a sliding scale or something and be like... <laughs> Tug of war. Yeah. <laughs> Who gets the point? Well, is it is it a point or is it like a... Well, it'd have to be like a bonus point or something, but depending on how good or how bad. It's when I can't think of a third bonus best question. And it's I just, just vibes. say, all right, vibes, vibes, yes or no. We could vibe add check. it as a bonus category for season four. Is at the end. Vibe check. Vibe, vibe check. check. <laughs> yes. And then like maybe like out of like five. I think it's a yes or no. Oh. I think. And we have I to think, agree. I think does well, what it if it's a no? Then it doesn't get the point. Oh, it's just a. Can it be so <laughs> bad though that it gets a negative point? I feel like that's also fun. If it's if the vibes are so bad that it just like drops it. Nah. I feel like I feel like realistically the bonus best throw off some of the scoring so much that it's like not fair to add another. You know what I mean? Like sometimes they get three extra points and you're like I feel as pretty a movie, rarely. <laughs> I know, but sometimes you're like, as a movie, did it need, really need those three extra points? So I feel like having Some another time. Some of them would be like, I'm out of 72, and then now it's out of 75. <laughs> is that that different? <laughs> I think the bonus best round, we've kind of gotten off topic, is more so just to give points to those things that can't get that many. Yeah. Just to be like, you know what? People are too mean. Have fun. Yeah. It's <laughs> fun. Okay, is there anything Anyways. else you want to talk about story? I don't know. I mean, it's not that complicated. Maybe. And I don't think it is very deep. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think there's only like, two things that are happening. One is that Sophie wants to find her dad. Yeah. Um, which is messing with her other relationships because she's putting that in front of you know this wedding that she's having. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other is that Meryl Streep is having to deal with the fact that maybe she's made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Other than that, the other characters are just there. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess you could kind of go in deeper to like why they're there. Yeah. I mean, the the girls are just there. But the guys, like, why did they come back to this? What What is it about their youth that they're missing? Mm-hmm. And why are they so okay with, I, I guess, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe maybe it should go down then. I should... Yeah, maybe like a seven. Yeah, maybe yeah. two sevens is better. Yeah. Okay, we'll go for that. Okay. Okay, well, then we'll move on to round two character counts, scoring based on character development and relationships. I might give it like another seven and a half to start. I don't know. They're not, like... Because, like, there's not that much character development. I, for some reason, gave it an eight and a half. (laughs) Which I'm sorry to think maybe that was too much. I think I just said they're kind of fun, iconic, eight and a half. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I I feel like on the good side, they are pretty iconic, and everyone's pretty fun. And, all like, the cast is pretty stacked. And they're, yeah. I'll start an eight. I'll go down a bit. Okay. Um, Usually we go character by character. Yeah. But I didn't do that this time. Yeah. Mostly because, again, I-, I couldn't find a lot on this movie. Mm-hmm. And I feel like some of them are so, like, not really deep enough for me to go that deep into. And we can still talk about them individually. Yeah. I just didn't write them down as individual characters. Yeah. But, yeah, I think the, the biggest casting thing is Meryl Streep being in this movie, which mm-hmm. is just kind of weird. Like, I guess yeah. it makes sense. But you'd think, like, did did she, like, did someone have to convince her to do this? Or did she really want to do this? I don't know. I kind of think the same thing about how she's an Into the Woods. Like, I guess did so. she? I feel like she did that because she just wanted to be in a musical. I think she does it just because it sounds fun. Yeah, I feel like she saw that script and was like, you know what? This I get to go to Greece. Time. Yeah, I get to hang out with a bunch of like cool actors. Yeah, 
Has this happened with other actors? I feel like it does. Sometimes you'll see somebody so like highly respected just in like a terrible movie. movie. And you're like, I did it for fun. Yeah. Because guess what? It's fun. Yeah. yeah. It's like Yeah. It's not a bad movie, it's a great movie, but like Orson Welles being in the Muppet movie. That's wild. You just like why? Well <laughs> like... or when like actors do movies that are definitely for their kids. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well that's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they'll be like, this is the first movie I could actually show to my children. Yeah. Cute. Some of them are terrible, though. Yeah, but... <laughs> Do you want to hear about Pierce Brosnan? Sure. Okay. Absolutely obliterated that this man got for his role. His, for his... his uh, just... If I, this is uh, from an Insider article. Mm-hmm. In, in a 2008 interview with Good Housekeeping, Pierce Brosnan said when he first tried out singing for his family, even the housekeeper cringed. They kept their opinions to themselves for a while, though. They didn't want me to be discouraged, he told them. But after practicing all the time, he thought he got better. Uh, Now my family seems to think I'm doing alright, but it's possible they're being nice. They're possibly still cringing. So that was like his family being like, you're terrible at singing. But then the reviews. Oh no. Uh, I I got all this off Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. Um, His singing was compared to a water buffalo, a, a donkey braying, oh. and a wounded raccoon. Oh no! <laughs> that is from New York Magazine, the Philadelphia Inquirer, and Miami Herald. Oh no. That's pretty rude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Matt Brunson of Creating Loafing Charlotte said he looks physically pained choking out the lyrics as if he's being subjected to a prostate exam just outside the camera's <laughs> eye. And he won a Razzie. Oh, <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> I wonder, like, when he signed on, did he think he could sing? Like, do you, th- like, like, do you do think you think he signed he- on and went, great, I'm going to be able to sing, yeah, it's going to be like, so fun, exactly. and then everyone started like, making fun of him. finally, a chance to show off my vocal talents, which I've never gotten before, yeah. no one's ever given me this opportunity. And then everyone just or started Or do you think he me. signed on being like, whatever, I get to go to Greece and hang out with Meryl Streep. <laughs> you know, either is equally possible. <laughs> Here's the thing, I don't think he's very, he's a very good singer. Which is no. pretty evident when you just listen to him. But I don't yeah. think he's, like, the worst singer in the entire world. No. Um, and but I... worst singer in the movie? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> no one else got these kind of reviews. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even... Did Stellan Skarsgård sing in this movie? He did a little bit. I think with Rosie, if I'm remembering correctly. Don't they he... kind of duet a yeah. little bit? Yeah. I guess so. And take I don't a think... chance on me. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he gets, like, a song, though. Yeah. Yeah, that might be the difference. Is yeah. that Pierce Brosnan's, like, kind of the main uh, love interest for Meryl Streep? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I like him in the movie. I almost feel like it's kind of better. Isn't it That kinda... he's not good? I just think it's kind of funny. Yeah. I just think it, it adds to, like, the craziness of this movie and how <laughs> campy it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if they're necessarily, like, I don't know if I ship it. Like, I don't know if the chemistry's there. Yeah. But but it's fun. Yeah, I think they're it, both equally chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of like everyone was just kind of being mean to Pierce. That's Brosnan. so rude. Yeah, he was, was just trying to live his life. I guess so. I guess Have people fun. are like, if you're gonna get paid for doing this, um, and you're not good at it, I mean, this <laughs> is where the whole like hire 
actual singers or yeah. Broadway people thing comes yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess so, but um, I don't know. Maybe the thing that's good about this movie is that it doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah. It's never trying to be more than what it is. Yeah. And what it is, it's like a campy, fun musical. Mm-hmm. Even, like, some scenes where, like, they're just talking to each other. Like, the scene when uh, uh, she's on the couch with them and they're talking about, like, friends are like, are you okay? Are you getting any? And she's, it's weird when you listen to it because, like, they're, like, talking over each other. It almost feels like it's not not scripted. Mm -hmm. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I was watching it and I was like, I feel like movies don't usually do this kind of thing. Yeah, it's very just, like, like, friends talking. And, yeah. like, not scripted. I mean, not sound. all the time. No, but, like, that scene specifically. But, like, it some is of very, them... like, they just put a camera down and let them talk for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And so, I don't know. There's some, like, weird things about this movie. But, I mean, I think the acting's pretty good. Yeah. For what they've been given. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to go character by character? Or do you have a favorite? Mm-hmm. Do you have a character that you think shouldn't be here? Sky. <laughs> yeah. Like Sky. Yeah. He's fine. <laughs> what's wrong with him i don't think there's anything wrong with him i just he's think just he's like, uninteresting yeah. and like i don't think the movie because it's such an ensemble cast gives us any time to care about him or yeah. so, him like him and sophie's relationship is not i mean the i point. forget that he's in the movie for like he's there at the beginning and then for like the one song with the two of them and then he shows up at the end yeah and i forget about him the rest so of the it's movie. like like i get the whole thing was that she's inviting them to her wedding so she, there has to be a wedding yeah mm-hmm. but i'm like you could have put any other event like her graduation or something, but and I it think that the the wedding is important because it shows that she's like rushing into things. Yeah, I guess. But I just think like Sky only exists so that the wedding can happen, yeah. not that the relationship matters. And I feel the way in the second, same way in the second one too. I'm like, you're here, I guess. <laughs> Kind of like the accent. It's kind of cute. I like when yeah. he says, I'm ready. Because <laughs> you were going to do the accent. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> it looked like you were trying to. Yeah, I was trying to remember what the quote is. Uh, Knowing who you are doesn't come from finding your father. It comes from finding yourself. I wanted to get married knowing who I am. That doesn't come from finding your father. That comes from finding yourself and... The irony is, I was traveling to find myself. I put everything on hold for you. <laughs> but in a British accent. But in a British accent. Yeah? I don't know. It's very much an ensemble cast, and I agree there's not a ton of development. Like, I mean, I guess Sophie's the only one that's like... I yeah. guess who's the protagonist? Is it Meryl Streep, or is it, or is it Sophie? I think it's both of them. Oh, a dude right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Or is it... No, wait. That's not that's not the right term. Is there a term for when you have two protagonists? Probably. Are they just dual protagonists? Oh, I think that's that's good. That's a good one. <laughs> there we go. I don't know, because who's changing the most? I mean, Sophie. Is it? <laughs> I, I mean, Donna goes through some changes, like, accepting, like, her past and, like, yeah. uh, being open to love. Yeah. And, like, forgiving him. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But, but I, I don't think Sophie she... has to be like, you know what? I right. I accept who I am, and I don't want to get married yet. Yeah, let's uh figure it out first. Do you want to know all? All I really have that's like really again. I don't have a lot <laughs> for this. The only other thing I have is others considered to play Sophie. Mm. Which yeah, is, let's hear. Uh, Mandy Moore. Oh, I like mm. her. I like Mandy Moore. Mm. Amanda Bynes. Mm-mm. Probably pre pre drugs. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Emmy Rossum. <clears throat> and uh, Rachel McAdams. Mm. No? I like Rachel McAdams, but I don't think I like her for this role. Mm. Yeah, I feel like Mandy Moore would have been... I mean, I think Amanda Seyfried's good. Mm-hmm. I think she's... I think, like, considering all the options, I think I would have gone with her. I just... if She works for the vibes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess she, they also have to find someone who looks like Meryl Streep. At least they have blonde hair. hair. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure. A wig. It's also, like, the hair color is interesting because if she had brunette hair, then you would be like, well, obviously her dad isn't Bill, so I guess she has to be blonde. But then it doesn't make sense that her dad isn't Bill because, you know, like, you'd think mm. she would have dark hair from the other two guys. I don't but, think you have to have two. What? I mean, like, because I could have a recessive gene, but I, I do think it's, like... I had brown mm. hair, and my dad had brown hair, and then my brother has blonde hair, and my mom has blonde hair. Well, then your dad has a recessive blonde gene. So then wouldn't it yeah. not matter? <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, like, her being, I guess, if she was brunette, then it couldn't, it would have ruled out. That's true. It would have ruled out Bill, because two blondes can't have a kid with dark hair. Mm-hmm. So she, ah. yeah, she had to be blonde. <laughs> squares in your head <laughs> but again wigs yeah again, dying hair but oh, yeah, yeah she has just... to be blonde for it to be otherwise it automatically rules out one of the guys technically mm-hmm. yeah i don't know if people watching mama mia would think that me far. sitting there people actually like there are people who have like deep dived and been like this is the dad I've done. Look, I've taken all the clues. How and could you do that? that? They just like for, from the two movies. They're like, there's this and this, and it has to be this because of this. And, you know, like TikTok conspiracy theorists about yeah. who Sophie's they dad is. They have a board. Is. Could they have done this before the second movie? I'm sure they did. I'm sure people had like their really good. They don't know anything. Team. They just know that they she had sex with three guys around the same time. Yeah, I think the second movie kind of nailed it down. Like people were like. But she also just still has sex with three people at the same time. <laughs> How is it really different? I I, I mean I haven't looked okay. into it, but I know people are people are you know very, they're like they're like I'm maybe right this, about this. maybe this would have been something good to research before I came yeah. to the this. conspiracies. Well, now I feel like we have to talk about it. I'll, I'll look it up. You guys keep talking. Okay. Maybe seven point five would be. <laughs> I feel like there's not enough happening for it to be. Is seven point five even high? Well, I, I think know. it's. I think we gave story seven. Yeah. I think iconicness helps. As a point five. I think general enjoyment of said characters matters. Yeah. So I think seven point five is good. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. we'll go for two of those. Sure. You can still research that. I'm still interested, but we can move on. <laughs> okay, so we'll move on to round three: visual volume scoring based on visual elements such as cinematography, production design, and costuming. There's some wild cinematography choice in, choices in this movie. Yeah. That is <laughs> a true. lot of whip pans. I know. I, I was trying to think of when the last time I saw a whip pan in a movie was. Yeah. They're annoying. I mean, it was fine in this, but uh, they're first of all annoying to actually do. Yeah. Because you have to, like... You have to land it. And they also look so comical. Yeah. Costumes. They're fun. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, what other ones? We haven't done this in so long. <laughs> uh, production design. Ah, uh, right, right, right. I mean, it looks like Greece to the point that people believe that they actually went to Greece. Well, they did. They did. I have stuff about this. Okay. I'll give it a seven and a half again. Okay, I give it an eight. Okay. Yeah, we were talking about the, the 
about if this was green screen or not. Mm-hmm. And I think that the what I found researching is that the second movie was like a lot green screen. Mm-hmm. Like, they were talking well, they said CGI specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but this movie, it seems to be that they mostly filmed either on a set mm-hmm. or uh, in Greece. So it says most of the outdoor location or scenes were filmed on location a small Greek island of Skopelos. Um, and then a complete set for Donna's Greek Villa was built at the 007 stage at Pinewood Studios. And most of the film was shot there. And they used real trees for the set, watered daily through an automated watering system, and given daylight in order for them to keep growing so it would feel authentic. Wow. So I don't know if there is a lot of green screen in this movie. Mm. Again, couldn't find a lot about this movie. People cared a lot more about the second movie <laughs> than they did ever about this movie. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. But yeah, so I guess every time we were like, is that a green screen? I guess it wasn't. Well, if it's on a set, though, like all the stuff in the in the villa is, would have probably green screen. Well, because it I've depends seen, on if you see like the, the, the water. I've seen the photos like like before they green screen and there is quite a bit of green screen. Yeah. In Mama in the first one? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's some shots that very clearly looked like green screen. It's, like, really crispy around the edges. <laughs> you can really tell. Sometimes people, though, are like, there's some shots that's green screen, and then you find that it's not, and you're like, what happened? Why do they look like green yeah, screen? Yeah, why was your yeah. focus so weirdly sharp? <laughs> <laughs> um, But I don't think a lot of, I mean, I don't know. Uh, maybe a few pictures, but again, I couldn't find a lot on this. Yeah. But the cinematography was by uh, Harris Zambarlukov, and I think, yeah, there's kind of a lot of anarchy to this, to the camera work in here. Yeah. He really just went, you know, how camera tricks exist? I mm-hmm. want to do all of them. Mm-hmm. Whip pans. I mean, there's a ton of whip pans. There's, it's a weird transition. I feel like there's at least a, a weird transition. There's a weird transition when she looks at them, when Meryl Streep looks at them for the first time, and they, like, yeah. they like morph into their 60s counterparts. Oh, yeah. Or I don't know when this was. And 80s? that's in combination <laughs> with whip pans. This couldn't be the 60s. This had to be, like, the 80s. Right? When was this movie set? I think they said the movie was set in 2000. I read something that said the movie was set in 2000. The second movie was set in 2005. Mm-hmm. Don't know why. I guess maybe then it was the late 70s. Yeah. So, which I guess would be more akin to when ABBA was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, visual-wise, we can go through like dancing scenes. Mm-hmm. I feel like I like dancing queen just because that's that dance is kind of iconic whenever i'm in the club i'm like i want to do the dancing queen dance and i realize i don't know the dancing queen dance i just know that they like point a finger you can dance and move a little bit but then i don't know the rest of it so then i'm always like moving my hands there's the during the party oh yeah the ones that are playing in the background oh yeah that that one's that that's that's really the anarchy it's a scene where they're all like i'm gonna give you away oh yeah (laughs) she goes up to each of them yeah yeah. He's like, how Isn't old also- are you? 20. <laughs> <laughs> that scene also has, like, them dancing in a circle around her, and there's a lot of, like, spinning It's almost camera. like they're sacrificing Yeah, someone. it does kind of look like they're she's about Don't to die. Don't they tie him? Don't they tie the guys to something? The To a table? Am I imagining this? No, no yeah. Yeah, they <laughs> tie them down or something. You're like, yeah, it's almost like they're about to be sacrificed yeah yeah <laughs> that's weird <laughs> what do you think the best scene is visually then the the scene 
where you see the the walkway up to the church. I feel like that looks pretty cool. The winner takes it all. Yeah. I say that too, but then I'm always like, I wish she was doing more. I mean, I do too, but I just think like the look of that location, I Uh, feel like looks the coolest, mm -hmm. even though I question why you would ever want to walk up there because it looks miserable, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I feel like that looks cool. I mean, I like the fact that her like uh, hotel is kind of dying, like just broken down Mm -hmm. as a metaphor for her life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then the next movie, they kind of try to fix that. Uh, I think it looks pretty good. I mean, yeah. I've never been to Greece. So I have been to Greece. Does it look like that? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, it's a lot of like stones. I think and, I'd like, like to go to Greece. There, there really... is a lot of uh, like the white, the white. I've been to uh, Santorini, which is where the like, the, like the that. <laughs> and they paint it white every year. Yeah, and like mm. it does, it does look legitimately like all the pictures. It's pretty cool. I really like Greek food. Yeah. I'd like to go to Greece. That'd be, it was that'd be a good trip. Yeah, it's fun. Are they still, like, bankrupt and whatever? Thought, yeah, you know, they like, are. <laughs> whatever's going on with Greece. The yeah. Economies and ruins. Yeah. I think I'd eat so much calamari. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> it's a it. fun time. <laughs> I think the costumes are fun. Yeah. Yeah, well. Everything's lighthearted and nice. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just think, you know, I'm not as good as Mamma Mia 2. Mamma Mia 2 is oh, great costume. Every time I look at Lily James and Mamma Mia 2, I'm like, I wish that this could be me. I wish that, that I could... I could have this kind this of style. I'd maybe bump it up to an eight. Sure. I okay, fine. We'll give it yeah. an Okay, round four. Editing enumeration, scoring based on editing, music, and sound design. Um, I'll give it like like a like a nine. Oh jeez, I give it an eight. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> we're we're off. I mean today. the music's <laughs> we are. We've been back haven't haven't done it in a while. Yeah. We're back. Don't I don't know, know what we're doing. I don't know like editing wise. That's true. The like, editing what? is which is always a difficult question. I mean, the editing uh, adds to the chaos because there's some chaotic That's true. camera movements, but that then are enhanced by weird editing choices. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think though the star of the show is the music. Yeah. Um. Do you have a favorite song? I mean, probably Mamma Mia or Dancing Queen. I, I like Thank You for the Music, which plays in the credits. Yeah. And a lot of people don't even really know because they don't stick around long enough for the credits. Mm-hmm. I like Waterloo. Waterloo's always a fun song. I was telling McKenna the other day that we went to my mom's camper and I I couldn't plug my phone into the speaker because I didn't have an aux cord. Mm. And I also don't have a headphone jack. So I'd have to find an aux cord that would go into the thing, which I can't find anywhere. So I don't know if those exist. But anyways... So we go there, and all we have is CDs. That's what I can put into the speaker system in this camper. The only CD I had was Abbott's Greatest Hits. So I just played that on loop. <laughs> like, blasting it. I didn't blast it because I didn't want to annoy anybody. Yeah. But it just played outside of the camper. And we must have listened to this thing, like, three times before. I was like, I wonder if everybody hates us. <laughs> was it like the ABBA Gold compilation album? Did you ever have that? That's I what, did. That's what I listened to. Like my dad had that, and we listened to that all the time. <clears throat> and so, but then I was like, "What if I just like forgot to turn it off and left?" And it was just playing. And locked the camper, and no one. <laughs> just playing it's torture. Just... <laughs> you come back, and everyone's like, "How dare you?" What would happen? Or there's just like a dance party happening outside your camper. Every time you come back, someone's just like, you can dance. Yeah. So yeah, I like those. What's the least favorite song, actually? That's the question. What song are you like, we could take this out and I wouldn't care? I mean, probably the one that Meryl Streep sings, On That Hill, that I think's cool. What? (laughs) 
Funny you should mention that, because I have some information about it. Oh. This is what... It was the song, The Winner Takes It All, um, that made... What's her name? Judy Kramer? The producer believe that there was a narrative to be found. She said, mm. It is a song that I felt was intended for an actress to sing on the stage near the end of the show, but back then I didn't know what the show would be, but I knew that those lyrics mapped a roller coaster of emotions about a breakup. The woman has been rejected, betrayed even. I developed a curious interest in what she was saying. I wanted to understand. So that was the song that made her really be like, I actually think this could be a movie. Well, and I think you have to find that in the One Direction albums to find what song you have to base the whole thing around. Yeah, that was a question just to think about. Not saying you have to answer it now. (laughs) You know, you could say some homework for later. Yeah, I'll I'll get back to you on that. Yeah, (laughs) um, I like that song. I feel like I feel like it's just I feel like it's not the song that I don't like. It's just Mm -hmm. that I find the scene boring because there isn't really anything happening. Compared to especially because the rest of the movie has so much happening. Yeah. And then it just like slows down. And I'm just questioning the walkway up to the church the whole time. (laughs) I mean, really, the whole time in that scene, I'm like, you're not moving. You're standing on the hill. And look at the hill behind you. Yeah, you're going to be late for the wedding. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to have to run up that hill now. That's even worse. We also had a donkey going up the hill. Yeah, that donkey. Poor donkey. <laughs> yeah. If there's anything Elsa hates, it's stairs. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Or or a slightly slight incline. Yep. Also, imagine that in the Greek summer. Oh, it's misery. <laughs> was it hot when you went? I mean, it was hot and I wasn't there in the summer. It's funny, though, because, like, it's, it, when you go somewhere that, that, that's that, that gets that hot... Like, we were walking around all in, like, shorts and, like, t-shirts, tank tops, and everyone there is in, like, jackets. Mm-hmm. We went to Turkey for, like, a couple hours because the the crews um, stopped there for a little bit. And literally there was people on the beach in, like, puffer jackets <laughs> in, like, 27 degree weather or something. Yeah. No, my parents and their honeymoon, they went to Laos. Yeah. And it rained there one day. Yeah. And they were like, oh, it's finally, like, a little relief from the heat. So they're walking around in shorts and t-shirts and, like the drizzle yeah and everyone's in winter coats like parkas yeah <laughs> it's so easy to, to see tourists <laughs> when you go there the album was nominated at, at the 51st annual Ga- grammy awards for best compilation soundtrack album for a motion picture which the most specific <laughs> really it's not that hard to win a grammy or to be nominated i'll, I'll say to be nominated for a grammy i suppose so not that that hard of a goal yeah um, I don't know if they won then. I don't think so. Maybe guess, they did, but it doesn't say. It said nominated. I'm gonna guess not. Then what the frick won that year? That's so specific. Was know. there multiple compilation albums? Juno. Really? <laughs> you hate that album. I don't. I hate very specific songs on that album. I like that soundtrack album. Whatever. But do you prefer the Juno one or the Mamma Mia? I mean, Mamma Mia, but like. <laughs> I guess it's more like this is like an. But this is basically like ABBA winning. Yeah, to me, yeah, like I get it true. because it's like this is those like we just took ABBA's greatest hits and then we put them on a. Thing. We took already existing Whereas albums and Juno was it. like a like Very someone indie. like curated it. Yeah, Mamma Mia was like we rebranded this album. Yeah. One other thing I have is that the Benny and Bjorn were like you know they have cameos mm-hmm. they have it in the second movie too. I just think it was funny because uh, I think they were both uncredited, but in the IMDb. That Benny is credited as a piano player on a boat. That's it, piano player on boat. Well, well, Bjorn is credited as Greek god. 
<laughs> he, he edited that himself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? I don't even know if he's... Greek god. Here's the thing. I don't know what either of them look like. I just know when I see a very specific shot of one person doing something, I'm like, that's probably them. Yeah. Um, I think Benny's always playing the piano. We should get into the politics of ABBA and how mm. Benny and Bjorn, I think, screwed over the other two members during their divorces, and that's why they own all the rights and the two women don't have anything. Hello. Were they two couples? Mm-hmm. But didn't they get back together to record a new album? Voyager? Voyager. I don't know. I, I don't know the full details, but I've heard that, like... Didn't they do, like, the a... The split was not... A amical. holographic con- yeah. concert? Yeah, and they called themselves avatars. I don't know if that was true. That's true. But I remember I was like, I'm going to buy tickets because I was like, this is really cool because they were like, it's a virtual concert. So I assumed it meant I could watch it virtually. Yeah, I know. But was... no, you had to go to the venue and then they zoomed in basically. Apparently it looked, I saw videos of it though. It looked legit. Yeah. It was legitimately like, like holographic, like hologram versions yeah. of them on but it, stage. It's just, it was just funny because it was like, in such, it, it, was... Was, it was during the pandemic too. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it's like those online concerts you can go to like because yeah. that's what people are doing so i assumed i could buy tickets and like yeah. watch it online and then it was like no it's in london yeah but the band won't be there yeah that's you cool. know every time people get married and then create bands i feel like it doesn't end well <laughs> i mean i could only think of fleetwood mac and abba <laughs> but you know those but, are pretty big ones yeah uh, i don't know if anybody else does that uh I suppose Paul McCartney had wings with his wife, but they broke up the band before, and then she died. Yeah. The only thing I can, in my head, I'm thinking, like, Joe Jonas putting all his girlfriends in music videos, and then they break up. But, like, that's not the same. No, they have to be in the band. (laughs) Yeah, some people are like, though, they don't like it when they do stuff like this with music, where, like, they wouldn't ever listen to this album over the actual original ABBA stuff. Like covers, sound like covers. Mm. How do you feel about that? I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it depends. Like you probably wouldn't listen to Pierce Brosnan singing SOS. Well, yeah. Over whoever sings it normally. Yeah. But some people are like real sticklers about it. They're like, no, I don't listen to any covers. <laughs> I I think I like some of the covers better yeah. than. Yeah. I think from the second movie, especially. I mean, it's just fun. I mean. The music's good. It's definitely, like, the most fun part of the movie. Well, yeah. It's the music. Well, yeah. So, like, this you gotta movie, give it points for if that. If this movie didn't have the music, it'd be bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it'd be boring. Yeah. Maybe, like, yeah, like an eight and a half, maybe. I think I'll go for an eight. Sure. <laughs> okay, so then round five, societal sums, going based on the impact the film has on society and the industry. I mean, it's just kind of a movie that everyone generally likes or loves, but I don't think it really did anything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it has a sequel. Mm-hmm. It maybe uh, made people like ABBA if they hadn't listened to ABBA before. Maybe. No. I don't know how I many mean, people, I probably but... know ABBA because of this movie. Yeah. I feel like a seven. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I feel like it still didn't do that much. I gave it a 7.5. Yeah. You know, I think it is iconic, undoubtedly. Mm-hmm. It did spawn a sequel, it's, which is kind of weird because the sequel was made like 10 years? 10? Yeah, 2018. 11, 12? Yeah. One was this, 2007, so 11 years. Yeah, Um, which is kind of quite a while between sequels. Mm -hmm. It's, I don't know why it reminded me of Top Gun Maverick, but that was a lot longer. (laughs) (laughs) They do, and they just, like, randomly, 10 years later, you're like, oh, we didn't think this was going to be a thing ever. Was this one that everyone was rallying for them to do a second movie? 
Or did it just kind of come out of nowhere? I think think they might have just been like, I have an idea. And what if it was Mamma Mia 2? What if we just... I don't think it feels like the kind of movie that you would expect a sequel from. I guess... Yeah. Let's go to the Mamma Mia 2 production. Oh, a third film is in development. I was wondering, I was going to ask the question, do you think they'll make a third one? Yeah. Well, now they have run out of... Or I guess they have a new album. Judy Kramer announced that a third film is in development with that. And confirmed that some of the new ABBA songs written for the band's reunion could feature in the soundtrack. Stating that the pandemic has caused delays with the project. Classic. What's it about then? Her baby with Sky? I don't know. I don't think that'd be interesting. I don't think so either because who cares about Sky? First of all, (laughs) we wouldn't have Lily James, who I feel like was a good part of the second movie. Because we also don't have Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're going past, like, this is I later. wonder if it would be, they would focus on, like, Rosie and Bill or something. Like, move away from... Mm. Sounds like, like... I feel like you almost have to at this point. Because, like, what can you do with Sophie and Sky's story? Yeah. yeah. I guess and you can't go back anymore. Unless it's, like, a share prequel. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I can't imagine where they could go from here. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. Um, but about Mamma Mia, it grossed 144.2 million in the United States and 467.1 million in other territories. So it made 611.3 million dollars. That's a lot of money for yeah. against a production budget of 52 million dollars. And how much of that went to Mouse Street? Do you think? Yeah. I don't know. Million. <laughs> At least like it's a good chunk of it. Yeah. I mean, I'd say a bunch of the money is just cast cast salary. Yeah. Uh, it became the highest-grossing live-action musical of all time until it was surpassed by what do you think? What do you think beat it? Um, under the year twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen? Frozen? Is that kind of the oh. musical? That was too Is late. It, no, it's live, ac- it's live. It's live action. action. Yeah, think uh, think you... remake. It's gonna make me really mad when you tell me. <laughs> we watched it together. Uh, I don't think so. Hmm. We did a podcast episode on the original though. To give up. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right? I guess what's it... surpassed? If that's been surpassed now, then, right? I don't think so. I don't know. Live action musical? Yeah. Is it still Cats. Beauty and the Beast? Is it going to be Wicked when that eventually comes out in 80 years? Uh, Who knows? I don't think Wicked would have as big of an audience, though, because. Yeah, it was beaten by The Lion King. Oh. That's not a mute. I guess so. That's what live action. <laughs> No, the live-action Lion King. I know, but you could argue about whether a that's C- live-action. Completely action. CGI. Uh, well, okay, well, that's number one on this list. Yeah. And then, this isn't this isn't just musical film, so it does have the two Frozens, but mm. 2017 Beauty and the Beast is fourth on this list. And but it's the only actual live-action one. Mm. I mean, the common theme among all those that they're kids' movies. Yeah. I, yeah. So I don't think Wicked would beat it, because it wouldn't have that audience. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody is ahead of Mamma Mia on this list, if you're sticking with live action. Haven't seen it. Oh. But you haven't what? seen Bohemian Rhapsody? No. I thought we saw it together. We, me and I you wasn't went. there when no. you guys went, yeah. Mamma Mia was also the highest grossing movie directed by a woman until it was surpassed by, do you have guesses? Also 2017. Little Women? No, that was 2019. Oh. I don't know what movie I don't know. <laughs> think, think uh, garbage sequel starring a beautiful man, but the first one of it. What? <laughs> what? I'm trying to think of hints that'll help her. Garbage sequel. Had a garbage sequel. But it's the first one. But it's, yeah, but I'm not talking about the sequel. I'm talking about the first one. With a. 
but it, the garbage sequel had a beautiful man in it okay. who wasn't very who wasn't beautiful in, in the, the movie, but is beautiful in real life. This should be enough information for you. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I love is, him. Is, so what sequel was Pedro Pascal in? <laughs> uh, directed first. by a woman. Oh, <laughs> it was Wonder Woman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it has to be Pedro Pascal. I was like, like, what movies? I was like, the bubble? What was the prequel to the bubble? I I know. I was like, I I try to ignore every movie he's in because he's only allowed to be in TV shows. (laughs) Don't let him be in a movie. Yeah, so. Unless it's with Nick Cage. I was going to say, he really does make bad movies. Yeah, only let him do TV shows. All of his TV shows. Top tier. All his movies. What are you doing, man? His movies are just to have fun. Yeah, he's like, I've got two months. What are we filming? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Just, oh, Wonder Woman. (laughs) It ranked number two at the box office. Mm -hmm. Sadly, behind the Dark Knight. We can't let this happen to Barbie. No, No. it's not going to happen. No. It could happen. I feel like there are more... Power of women, Chelsea. Power of women. Women are the buying (laughs) But I also just feel general public will go see Barbie before they'll go see a black and white movie about it. So, yeah, uh, uh, do you want to see 55% of Rotten Tomatoes? Mm-hmm. Just some garbage. Yeah. Uh, that's just kind of low. Like, I feel like even if you think this movie's not that great, I feel like it probably at least deserves like 70. Yeah. 65, 70. Yeah, f- 55, 55 is really low. I find musicals tend to get very low. improperly judged just because musicals have a specific audience and then yeah. people who don't like musicals will go watch a musical and then be like i didn't like this and it's like yeah well, yeah and it's like it's not it for wasn't you for you yeah and you can't give it a five based on a rating of an, any movie when it's a yeah. 10 as a musical yeah well i have some reviews film critic mark kermode admitted to enjoying the film despite describing the experience as the closest you get to see a-list actors doing drunken karaoke <laughs> Uh, Bob Chipman of Escape to the Movie said it was so base, so shallow, and so hinged on meaningless spectacle, it amazes me it wasn't made for men. Which is like, whoa. <laughs> it's like... I can't tell if that's... I don't know how to feel about it. Like, <laughs> you start out the, saying that review and you're like, excuse me, and then you're like, wait a second. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> Say the second part. <laughs> Uh, and then the Daily Telegraph stated that it was enjoyable but poorly put together. Finding the film a, in total shambles was a sh- uh, this person's. This is the quote: "Finding the film in total shambles was sort of a shame, but I have a sneaking suspicion I'll go to see it again anyways." What does that mean then? That means that he had that means a he, fun time. That means that he, he liked, liked it, <laughs> but he doesn't want to say he did. Yeah, this is the he's problem. like this is my guilty pleasure. <laughs> this so, is the problem. <laughs> Yeah. I yeah. hate men. <laughs> it really does. It's like, he's like, I liked it, but I'm mad that I liked it. I liked it, and I'll probably go see it, like, four more times, but I won't be happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, those are the reviews I have. Wow. And then I won a Razzie for Pierce Brosnan. So sad. I think it won some, like, People's Choice Awards. Mm-hmm. Nominated for stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Sadly, no Oscars for Meryl Streep. <laughs> You know, she had not. She had an Oscar nom for Into the Woods. So did she? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. I feel like this is a better performance. 
I don't know. Then into the woods. I don't know. She's like barely in that movie. She has. Yeah. No, she's in it. I don't know. She's I'm just saying. Movie. She gets nominated for anything. That's true. <laughs> um, and then yeah, I just have which we talked about. Should it get a third film? And I don't think so. I I don't know what it would be. I mean, I guess yeah. they are, but so will we go see it? Yes. Yep. <laughs> will we be happy about it? Debatable. No. <laughs> <laughs> we might be like this reviewer. <laughs> Fine, we'll go see it again. <laughs> or what if it's really good? Yeah. yeah. I feel like uh, that would come out in like 10 years, so. Yeah. At the rate things are going now. Yeah, there's been no updates on it since like 2020. Well. Uh, and that's pretty much it, all, all I have for that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you would say that it did anything for uh, culture. I think it shaped me as a person. <laughs> <laughs> this is like one of those movies that I just watched a lot growing up. Yeah. Do you think th- which movies do you think this one's better than the first, the second one? Or I've only seen the second one once, and I honestly don't remember. I almost very feel much. like the second one might be a better movie. I like the second one more. Yeah. I think the costuming and the production of it are just higher. I think because yeah. it's a sequel and people are like, well, the first one was a hit. We're gonna put more money and effort into this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I also just think the story's a little more interesting, interesting yeah. and it's more narrative yeah. than this one. Yeah. It's not as campy. Um, and I also think the song with <laughs> Sky and Sophie has some of the best <laughs> editing I've ever seen in a film. <laughs> That's a good song. I too. love that sequence. Yeah. It's we good. should get Dairy Queen. Oh, you want to watch Mamma Mia 2? Watch the second one. Because I've only seen it once. I would do that. I was going to say <laughs> something about this movie, like Mamma Mia. It has great rewatchability to me. Yeah. Like, this is a movie I'll just put on. That's yeah, true. That's it is true. kind of easy to just... Yeah, some movies you're like, I like it, but the the idea of having to sit through it is miserable. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but have, yeah. Like, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, like, just, th- I like that movie a, a lot. Mm-hmm. I never really feel the need to rewatch it, because it's <laughs> yeah. like a movie I have to invest to rewatch, yeah. Yeah. which I should rewatch it, but. Yeah, there's some movies where I'll be, that's why I have so, that's honestly why I have so many movies on my, I need to watch this eventually, yeah. but all the, every time I, I sit down and I'm like, I want to watch a movie, I, 99% of the time will just put on something I've already watched, because I'm like, I don't want to have to pay attention. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to have to invest myself in this movie, especially when it's something like, that you know you have to like, pay attention to or something. Mm-hmm. I'm rarely in the mood to have to do that. And mm-hmm. so they just stay on my list forever. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, I'm not done that list yet. And yeah. I don't think I ever will be. Yeah. Because some of them, there's also some movies that are just like, they're four hours long. Yeah. Or, and they're in a different language. And I'm like, uh, you know, I like, I don't mind a movie with subtitles like that. that I, but then I have to read it. Yeah. And I mean, I, you have to be like full paying attention for yeah. that amount of time. Because <laughs> yeah. if you look away, you're going to miss something. So if probably. it's also a movie that I just don't really care about, it's really hard to, to yeah. watch. So yeah, I don't know, maybe, maybe seven is good. Yeah, it's just kind of one that people that like musicals or just like having fun enjoy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't really think it did that much other than that. Okay, so sevens? Yeah, I think so. All right, so then we'll move on to the bonus best round. So the film could get a bonus point if we agree on it being the best film in the category presented, and it can win up to three points. Okay. Um, first one, I don't think you're going to have seen this movie, but we'll, we'll start with it. Which Greek wedding would you want to attend? Mm-hmm. Sophie and Sky, Mamma Mia, or Tula and Ian, My B- Big Fat Greek Wedding? I've seen parts of that movie, mm-hmm. um, but not all of it. Same. <laughs> I feel like I also have seen like it's a movie that's a it used to be on TV movie. a lot and I yeah. catch yeah. bits of it. Yeah, I've definitely seen parts of that movie. But that wedding seems fun, you know. 
I don't even know if the wedding's in the movie. <laughs> but just the idea. Like, I like a big wedding, you know? Yeah. 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 We know. we personally haven't been to many weddings. Yeah. Um, I've been to one wedding. I think Chelsea's been to one wedding. Two weddings? Two. Two. I was just like, I'm never going to the wedding in Mamma Mia because I'm not climbing those stairs. That is true. You would have to climb those stairs. <laughs> yeah. really Although there's a lot of drama happening in that. That's and true. a whole different couple gets married. Yeah. Like that. I mean, we so were saying funny. this. I, I was saying this. Like if, if I was at a wedding and that happened, I'd be mad if no one got married. But the fact that someone else gets married, that is a story. Yeah. You know? The reception's nice and then everyone gets wet. <laughs> Yep. So, you know, that'd be kind of fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, that does happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's Aphrodite! You know? Yep. Aphrodite. <laughs> Goddess of love. Yeah. That's even worse. <laughs> 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 so who do you want to give it to then actually i think then we should go mama mia i feel like i'd give it to mama mia because even if even if even though you have to climb those stairs i think that would be such a story i'd be that kid in the background of that scene who's just or no i'd be the the priest mm-hmm. who's like completely in shock the whole time <laughs> that would be me uh okay we'll give it to mama mia then mm-hmm. all right question number two the best Amanda Seyfried musical offering. Mm. Got Mamma Mia, obviously. Mm-hmm. Les Mis. Mm. And Mamma Mia, here we go again. Mm. <laughs> I thought she had been in more musicals when I started this question, and then I kept Googling and she hadn't. <laughs> Wait, what are your thoughts on Les Mis? We talked about Les Mis before. I don't know if we have. Have you? You, you have seen it. Well, have you seen the I saw it on Boxing Day, like the day after like when it, it came out, out. And I thought it was boring you know the thing about lame is is i can only remember about the first half of that movie the second half i'm like i don't even think i've ever seen it i'm th- I'm, I'm sure i have you ever try to read the book no oh. is it in, it in french well obviously but there's <laughs> translations <laughs> no. but the guy spends like three chapters describing stones he's like the most long-winded <laughs> author ever i know i've seen um i've seen it on broadway mm. and i've my mom dragged me to the theater to watch them sing the whole thing because they re-released it for like an anniversary. Yeah, and so like I, I know it, but I swear to I swear to God, once she becomes Amanda Seyfried, right? Because she's a kid, right? Yeah, I feel like that's where I tune out. Mm. <laughs> that's like really early on. <laughs> that's like at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, uh, maybe it's after she's not that, a then. kid for very long. Actually, I feel like I liked the movie. I, I I know that it's one of those movies that like I think it's polarizing. musical musical like the hardcore people really hate it. Yeah. I feel like I oh, watched really? it and I was like I I don't I don't have any strong feelings against or yeah. for this. I actually think it was fine. Yeah, Tom I think Hooper. it was slow. I was in an Eddie Redmayne phase when it came out too, mm. so I was like uh, I was gonna say a great how much time. of the movie yeah. is he? In? He's in a good amount. I mean, he's it. like one of the main guys. I would say yeah. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of guys, but like he's one of the main ones. Are you into Tom Hooper? No. I was like, why are you, why are you bringing him? Because just... he directed Cats. Uh, <laughs> are a you a <laughs> I was like, I'm just like, what? That makes it sound like you like Tom Hooper. <laughs> no, no. He also made The King's Speech. It's a movie I've never seen, but he won an Oscar for it. 
Yeah, I didn't. Re- I I didn't. There's really... a whole. You know who does a video on it sideways? About Bo- Lay Miz. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've seen that. What does he say about it? Like it's it's bad, isn't it? Yeah. It's just something about like the way they sing. Well, it was something about because it... for that they did a lot of singing on set, and oh. then um and then the music had to catch up to it because usually like live the music like the singers are singing to the music. Or whatever, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. like it, it works, but they they did like the singing. I think that was recorded. Cats. No, I think this was ultimately no. Missed, but though. I remember. Well, I don't know if he talked about that. Yeah, like they something about like they just sang it, and then the orchestra did it later. Yeah, but I know that for for Les Mis, he was like because like they had to like uh, starve themselves to like look oh, like that. Right. Yeah. It was like like so that they had a more authentic acting experience, and like they're crying. Yeah. It made the singing worse. Yeah. Because they didn't... They were going emotion over, like, sound. Yeah. Yeah. And he talked a lot but about But I know that. also, like, I, I know it was Cats where he was saying the the, the singing on set thing. But he I think... But needed. Les Mis was the one who started it. Yeah. Because that was the that first one that, like... did it like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways. Uh, Les Mis, uh, Yeah. So, that's, like, that's, like, the thing that, like, my mom really loves Les Mis was a mm-hmm. musical. Yeah. And so she, like, liked the movie because she mm-hmm. likes the musical. Yeah. Um, but I feel like every time I try to watch it, I get kind of bored, like, halfway through, or however long it takes me to. I'm sure there's songs in there that I, like, could not remember at all. I haven't seen it since the one time I saw it in theaters. I haven't either. There's, like, the, you know, the And I've song? never seen it live. Like, live, yeah. Broadway. I've just listened to it. You know the song, On My Own? Yeah. I feel like I always know that that's a song from this, but I can't remember them. Like, I remember her singing it, but I don't know where it happens Because you never get to it. Yeah, probably. Is that near the end? No. Oh. <laughs> it's like in the it's like beginning middle of the movie. I would say show. 12 minutes into this movie, Chelsea's zoned out. Yeah. <laughs> I just I know Anne Hathaway dies really early. Yeah. Like real early, right? Yeah. Uh and then she's gone. She's like I was here for Anne. <laughs> she comes back at the end. I kind really? of forgot Anne Hathaway. Was <laughs> she didn't know that she comes back at the end of it. <laughs> Until this moment, I'd forgotten Anne Hathaway was even in it. Yeah. Isn't Russell Brand in this movie? No way. <laughs> no way. Anyways, yeah. Best Amanda Seyfried musical. <laughs> it's not like Miz. Best? Oh. Um, I mean, I feel like just the fact that the Les Miz musical is so controversial, I feel like I wouldn't give it to that. What was the other one? Uh, Either Mamma Mia or... The Mamma Mia sequel. Oh, that's a good one, though. We did talk Which about is she better in then? Which the is more of a main one? character in the first, first one. Because the second one's really about, like, Lily yeah. James. But she does sing in the second one, and I do think that sequence is one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I like it so much. It's good. It's kind of weird. Like, lots of stuff's happening. You're like, what is this doing in this movie? <laughs> yeah. I might give it to the first one. Yeah, you haven't seen the second except for once. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we're going off what movie I think is better, I think the second one's probably better. If I'm going off what she's better in, probably the first one. We'll go with the first one, then. Okay. All right. This question was uh, specifically designed to hurt Chelsea. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> huh? Okay, what is All it? All right, you ready? Yeah. You can only watch one jukebox musical for the rest of your life. Which is it? <laughs> Options. The first three are Mamma Mia, Across the Universe, Singing in the Rain, Trolls, and Sing. And there's more, but I added those Sing. ones. Sing. Oh. 
I didn't know Singing in the Rain was a jukebox musical until yeah. I started looking up this I was question. talking about it earlier. I wasn't paying attention. I was she trying was to do these questions. The <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a, yeah, like a lot of old songs mm-hmm. before this. Singing in the Rain also, like, none of the music at all relates to the, to the story. Mm-hmm. Like, at all. No. Yeah. Like, <laughs> They're just like, let's musical break. Mm-hmm. Um... But I would say it's a better movie. I don't know. It depends on what you really like like in a movie. Because that movie has like really good reviews. Got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I think it's great. I think it's really funny. Um, But I guess... Like I would probably say it's definitely a better movie than Mamma Mia. But it really depends on your taste. Cause some people probably don't like it because it's old. But yeah. I, think it's really, I think it's so funny sometimes. Sometimes I watch it and I'm like, this movie's hilarious. Uh, Across the Universe is a good movie. But it's kind of trippy. Because it's kind of psychedelic. So it gets weird. I didn't like that movie. I love that movie. Well, but I, you know what? If I didn't like the Beatles, I don't know if I'd like that movie. But I think the music I like, and then I just like the vibes. But it is like a strange movie, so I can I can understand why people don't really like it. But I like it. And then uh, what are the other ones? Trolls? Never seen. I don't think it can compare. Didn't we start watching Trolls? And then we were like, "What is this?" And then we I don't. Did we start? I think we did. I think you walked in on it. I think we put it on as a joke. I think that's true. I've yeah. seen half of Trolls because I was babysitting once and we put it on and I never finished the movie. I've also never seen Sing. They just showed up on the list and I've I was like... Sing. Sing is okay. Yeah. I mean, it's really up to you. <laughs> My answer is probably obvious. Oh, yeah. Have you seen any of the other ones other than Sing? Yeah. Oh, she I just guess said you, just, just, oh, like you watched Across the Universe? Yeah, you made me watch it. That sounds like me. <laughs> That's why I said I didn't like, like it. <laughs> I think I remember when I made you watch. Yeah. I had a summer where I was like, you have to watch all these movies. So we yeah, got... and you made Elsha watch a ton of movies she hated. I remember when you I made know. her watch The Village. That's a great movie. That movie was fine. <laughs> that was probably uh, higher on, like, that was one that I enjoyed more than probably a lot of the ones you made me watch. I mean, it's really up to you because... I mean... Only one of those movies is on my top ten movies list, and that's Singing in the Rain. I don't think I could go against that. They put in too much effort for them to get beat by Mamma Mia. I love that movie. <laughs> okay. So, disagreement, no point. no point. That's fine. I already got two points. Now I gotta do a little bit of math. Okay. Hold for math. Uh, okay, so final scoring. So, adding up the points from all the rounds and the bonus points, our final score is... 77.5. Which is a B plus. I feel like that's yeah. decent. That I feel feels... like for the amount of time we we took going. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good movie. I just understand why technically it wouldn't score very high. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think like writing wise, there's nothing really great about it. Technically, like mm-hmm. super groundbreaking. I I mean, there is something rewatchable about it, and that might just be the music. Probably. Mm-hmm. Or it could be. It's kind of funny yeah so maybe like those are the things Mm -hmm. but you know i wouldn't say i'm really ever watching it super invested in like the characters no um although the second movie though is pretty good and i think people care more about that movie oddly enough at least when i was trying to look up stuff Mm -hmm. about mama mia kept coming up with stuff about the second one i was like i don't Mm -hmm. care (laughs) yeah like i do not care at this moment Mm -hmm. but yeah. yeah as far as jukebox musicals go it's probably up there yeah. And everyone should get ready for when we make our One Direction jukebox musical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think it'll happen one day. I'm calling it now. I I'm ready. I've been excited about this idea for years. <laughs> I have no idea what it's about, but I want to make it. 
Well, let's figure it out. Okay. We'll, we'll have a brainstorming session later. Yeah. <laughs> Chelsea's like, I have three things to pitch. It's my Hallmark movie, huh. my pilot, and the One Direction jukebox musical. Yeah. That'd be harder to pitch. <laughs> well. They're like, do you have the rights? And we're like, no. 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 <laughs> this is why we need your help. But we have a dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, is there anything else then? I don't think so. Okay. Well, with all that being said, then be sure to follow us on Instagram at Cine.Grade or on Twitter at Cinegrade to keep up with what film to review next. Feel free to send us suggestions on Instagram or email us at CineGradePodcast at gmail.com. Let us know how you feel about the film, send us your own grade, and give us any thoughts you had. If you disagree about anything, feel free to tell us about that, too. We're always interested in having conversations about film. Also, be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us, because it really helps us to get more exposure so that more people can find us. Uh, where can they reach you? You can find me on Instagram at Alshakar. You guys can also find me on Instagram at underscore Chelsea Mitchell underscore. If you want to keep up with us or ask any questions, never hesitate to reach out. I think that's all for this week. I'm Chelsea Mitchell. I'm Alshakar. And we'll see you next time on Cinegrade.